Welcome to Kingdom Light Church. We believe this message by Dave Besson will find entrance in your heart and impact in your life in a supernatural way. For more information, please visit our website, Instagram account, and Facebook page. This week was Flourish. And on Friday night, the ladies got prophetic word, a whole bunch of them. If you didn't, and you heard something that sounded like something you wanted, I hope you took it and said, that's mine, all right? Um, strangely enough, Albie had, well, I say strangely, it's nothing strange with God. It seems strange, but it's absolutely supernatural. Um, Albie woke up at one stage during um, the week with the Flourish Conference, and she took her Bible, and she was reading and she happened to be reading in Habakkuk, which was that scriptures that those scriptures that I was reading in the seventh month. If you remember the seventh month, eighth month, and now we will be approaching the ninth month. Remember those scriptures were all in there. In amongst those scriptures, it says this. Take a pen or take a scribing thing and write the vision down. Write it on tablets so that all that see it may run. Now often we use that scripture for church building. We use that as a corporate scripture and say the pastor who has the vision must write it down, make it plain for the church to see so that those that read it may run, may see and understand the vision. But this morning I want to encourage the ladies that got prophetic word and also the gentlemen sitting here going into worship week and in 2020 I want to encourage you to do that with your personal word. Your personal word is part of your vision, is part of what God has put into your life. Go and take that, write it down, make a point of writing it down. Now, here's the confirmation. Adele sang that song last week. I had it in my mind and I wanted to say to them, man, guys, could you sing that again? I didn't, but they sang it again this morning confirmation that the Spirit is saying something like that, okay? Adele comes to Albie. I don't know how it worked. There was some stuff left, and there were women's sort of gathering. Some of them gathered together in home groups to watch the thing together, and Adele had a group. And so they wanted to give something to the ladies that were attending, if I can understand it. So Albie said, I've got some of the those very fancy little serviette things, those cloths, and they had oil in them in the last, remember in the previous Women's Week or, or, or Women's Conference, they took that, put a little pen in it or something. And the scripture that Adele had was take the vision, write it down, put it on tablets that they, the, those who see it may run. All right? So right at the start this morning, I'm going to say to you, maybe it's something that God, when I'm saying maybe, I don't have to say maybe, I can actually say I believe that God is saying something to us in 2020, approaching September, that God is saying it's time for you to go and draw out the stuff that you have, the prophetic word you have. Go and rewrite it. In fact, if you have to put it on something where you can see it in your room, put it up, that every morning when you get up, you look at that thing and you say, there is a word over my life, and if I look at it, it gives me the courage to run. Amen? 
If I think about when I had that heart attack two years ago and Sean walked in with that prophetic word from Julian and he threw it on my bed and he said, Dad, listen to this. And Julian had given me a word two months before it and he said, do not slow down. Speed up for there is a time ahead and I've been running ever since. Hallelujah. All right. So, and, and it immediately brought peace to me lying in that bed, facing an angiogram the next day, facing a sin, facing the unknown. It immediately put hope into my life to understand God has a plan for your life. And here's the good news, folks. God does not give up on that plan no matter how old you are, no matter how far you've progressed, no matter how many uh, setbacks you've had, no matter how down you're feeling right now, God does not give up on His plan. When you feel, oh man, I've missed it again, God, you're probably upset with me. God is only getting started. Amen? So just just receive that. Okay, so... Um, there is a, um, an art form. Let's put it this way. So there's a guy who, speaking, is a Japanese pastor. And he's saying this. He said, in the modern day era, we don't fix things anymore. Yeah? Okay, if you're my age, if the kettle broke, you could, go down to the, you could go down to the hardware store and buy a new element for the kettle. If the machine broke, the washing machine or something, you could go down and buy whatever was missing, the pump. Today when you get there and you say to them, I want to go, um, oh, a grinder or something. I want an armature for my grinder. They say to you, sorry sir, the armature costs more than a new one. Just buy a new one. So we don't fix things anymore. We chuck things away. And there are people that make a living of living off of the stuff that we chuck away. No, that's a sermon for another day. All right. Do you know that there are people that survive in the most poorest countries in the world, for instance, India, that collect junk, and by creative thinking, they make things out of the junk that the people throw away? And in India, there's like a percentage, let's say 10% of India is the upper class, the people who have more than enough, the people that drive Lamborghinis and, and whatever. Do you know that the other... There's no middle class or very small, very non-existent middle class in here. And then there's a very large lower class of people that are living below the breadline. Do you know that when they go into the slums in India, you will find practically anything being made, being made out of other people's junk. Okay, that's not what I want to talk about. This guy starts off his sermon by saying that we throw things away. But there's an art form in Japan. I don't know what the name is. I can't speak Japanese. All right. There's an art form in Japan that takes broken porcelain, broken articles, and they take gold paint, but it's actual gold. It's a, it's a mixture of paint and glue and stuff, but it's made up of purest gold and they take the broken pieces of porcelain even the places where there are missing pieces and they fill that porcelain thing up and rebuild that plate just a normal plate becomes a masterpiece they put it in frames that are 3d frames and stuff they hang it up and put it on stands and it becomes a masterpiece what was Flourish's conferences is seen? Flourish. God's masterpiece revealed. 
I don't think it's a coincidence that this thing shows up on my phone on the last day of, of flurry. And I look at it and I'm going, what is this? God takes the stuff that's broken and puts it back together again and makes it a masterpiece. Ephesians says, you are his workmanship. We quoted it last week, Albert and I, which actually in other translations says, you are his masterpiece. He is the master artist. The name at the bottom of your painting has God created you. It's you are his masterpiece. Amen? So, um, in, in Revelations 21 verse 5, it says, he makes all things new. He makes all things new. Um, maybe we should go and look at some of these quickly. Um, Isaiah 43, I think it is. Isaiah 43. Let's have a look at some scripture this morning. Isaiah 43. Uh, is it? Yeah, 43. 43. Verse 18 and 19, it says, Remember ye not the former things, nor, nor consider the things of old. Amplified, do not earnestly remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. <laughs> my, my Afrikaans sermon fits in here very well. I won't preach it this morning. Okay. Behold... <laughs> I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall not ye know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Many of the prophetic words of the prophets in the Old Testament, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, ta -ta 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 -ta, will all be referring to, in most cases, to Jesus. All right? So when it says, I will do a new thing, we can come to 2 Corinthians 5.17. He said, you are a new creation. You are a totally new creation. God started something new in you. The day you became born again, He started and gave you a new existence, a new life, a new beginning he took the old things, he put them behind, they are gone, they are in the past. That old man is buried in Romans 6, and you didn't just be buried with Jesus in his death, in baptism, but he didn't leave you there, he raised you up into a new life in him. So he didn't just bury you, but he raised you. You are resurrected in Christ. If Christ didn't come from the grave, you couldn't come from the grave, but because he did, you come out. But the thing I want you to understand this morning is that the new creation reality, the newness of life reality, the new beginnings Reality is not a once-off experience. And oh, I'm so thankful God gave me a new beginning. I can start again. I've got a new page ahead of me. And I turn the page and I start writing on the new page. And I'm halfway down. And if you remember the blotting paper and the ink, you're writing your best handwriting. 
and suddenly you have a storing with your fountain pen or your nib and there's a big blotch on the page. And that whole beautiful page has to be like torn out. Often we make mistakes. We do things and we think that our new beginning is gone. But the truth is, God is a God of new beginnings. His mercies are new every morning, every day. God gives you a new page to write upon. And God doesn't sit there with a ledger saying, you've used up 25 of your pages. You're getting to the end of the book. I can't give you a new one. This is not exciting you or inciting you to go out and just live recklessly and sin. That's not the point of it. When you hear that about grace, you don't understand what God is actually saying to you. God is not saying to you, I'm giving you a chance to go out and sin. That's man's reckoning of God's grace. God's saying to you, I want you to live a life that is free from sin. I want you to live a life where you would always want to depart from. My new beginnings are not so that you can make another mistake and another mistake. Although that is there inclusive, the new beginnings is so that I can become free of the hesitations of making mistakes and live a life in Him. The one guy stepped out um, uh, was it Maldonado or one of those Brazilian revivalists stepped into a tent and was watching trapeze artists doing the trapeze and there was a net up. And he said, oh, that's easy, there's a net. So if they fall, the guy said, no, 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 the net keeps them up. Because while the net is there, there is no fear of falling. And that's the understanding we should have about grace and righteousness. is to take away the fear of falling, the fear of failure, the fear of not being able to do it. God takes that away from you and says to you, I'm giving you the ability to walk without judgment, without condemnation, without the fear of falling or failing because I'm on your side and I never change sides. I'm encouraging you to do the new beginning. I want you to understand I'm creating within you a masterpiece. I'm taking all the broken pieces. I'm taking all the sticking and I'm filling it with gold so that when people will look at you, they're not going to see a perfect dish that's never been bashed or never been beaten or never had a fall. They're going to see someone whose life's got many cracks, but the gold is the God who keeps it all together, who's made you come through all the storms, and He's still there with you. And that becomes a masterpiece, because people look at that life and know you didn't have it together. You didn't always keep it well. But the fact is the gold testifies of His goodness, test of His faithfulness, testifies that He's been there through it all, and gives him the glory. If we weren't broken, we'd have nothing to testify about. Come on, church, take away your mask. I mean, not the physical one now. Take away your mom buckets. You know, we walk into church as if we've been holy all our life. Hallelujah, bro. Hallelujah. You change your voice, you know. 
Huh? We had a woman in our church. God bless her soul. May she rest in peace. In pieces. Okay, yeah. The, this woman, she, she, she was of the, the, the hat brigade. Now, if you've got a hat, um, uh, 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 taken. Huh? No, no, I never mind the doctrine. If, you, if, that's your, if that's your thing, you want to wear a hat, that's fine. I've got no problem with that. The thing was that she wanted to make it her own doctrine to everybody in the church, and all the ladies had to wear their hat. There was a box when we got there in Malmesbury. There was a box in the entrance hall, and when the women came in without a hat, they stuck a hat on your head. Some of them looked like old potties, but they went... Anyway, never... And the men had to wear jackets, and the women's slits were sewn up in the women's soil. You know, that, okay, never mind. That's a thing. I, I don't want to get into the rabbit trails this morning. But here's the thing, is that hat was supposed to represent that she was um, under the authority of her husband. The truth was, she wore the pants in the house. So one morning after church, and she was one of those, Hallelujah, brother. The earth and she had this like young you know she had this like she was like this really holy tiny and then I had to get into the church and I left my keys and so straight after service I went down to her husband who was the vice chairman the vice president the fisi voorzitter Vir julle wat uit die kerk uitkom, is eindelijk gewoonlik vies vir die voorzitter. Nee, maar maar. Die pastoor is die voorzitter, en dan het jy een visie voorzitter, maar hy is gewoonlik vies vir die voorzitter. I get to the front door, I rang the doorbell for about five minutes. Nobody answered, but inside, there was war in the heavenlies and there was only one voice I could hear and that was hallelujah no no there was no of that hallelujah she was threatening them with hell fire and brimstone you better get that fire on you better bribe that meat you better not burn it chaka 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 and so I'm standing at the doorbell ringing and I hear, here comes the monster to the door. No, no, I shouldn't. Like a cookie monster. Blah, 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 blah. And man, she was like moving. It was like, taka, 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 taka. it was like a tank in warfare. And she got to the door. She was like really close to cussing. And she looked the door open. And here I'm standing. And she, blah, 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 blah. She changed that voice in one second to go back to that holy tani, you know, just like that. How did I get onto the story? Huh? I don't even know I lost my place. Okay, so the, the thing is, we need to show forth His grace, His mercy in our lives as the one 
who produced it through us in spite of our failures. All right. So I, I wanted to sing a song this morning, but I, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll read, the, I'll read the, the song, the old songs. Something beautiful, something good. All of my confusion he understood. All that I could offer him was brokenness and strife. But he made something beautiful of my life. That song does not just sit in one Sunday at the altar when you gave your life to Jesus. That song is a constant in your life. Something beautiful, something good. All my confusion, he still understands. Everything I can offer him is in any case brokenness and strife. I can't offer Jesus anything of any value at all. My righteousness is as filthy rags. And as long as we understand that, we'll be safe because it's all about him. He's the empowerment in my life. He's the one that helps me get through it all, okay? It says in the Bible, what he started, he will finish. He's the finisher. He's the author and finisher of my faith. That is who Jesus is. He's the restorer of my soul. Listen, he's not into renovation. Come on, come on. You've got to hear this this morning. He's not into renovation. The building is condemned. Yet there is no condemnation. The building moet gesloop word. It has to be totally broken down. There is not one brick that can be used. It must be taken away. And a new building must arise. That's why he's called creator. Come on, come on. You've got to get it this morning. There's an awesome truth that I want to give you quickly right now. Say, he is creator. Oh man, this is, this is going to bless you this morning. This is going to really bless you this morning. So, there's a scripture that says, Awake thou that sleepeth, rise from the dead or the sleep, and Christ will give you light. Amen. There is a creativity. Go with me to Genesis. It says, in the beginning, it, it says, God created the heavens and the earth. But 1 John, John 1 says how he did it. It says, in the beginning was the, the word was with God, the word was God, the same was with God in the beginning, and nothing that was made was not made by him. Everything that was made was made by him. He came unto his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him, he gave them the power to be called sons of God or children of God, not born of the flesh, not born of the will of man, but born from above. All right? And then he goes on to say about him, he said, when, when you, I'm trying to find the, the, the rest of that scripture now without going there. It, it talks about him. He said, and the word became flesh. The word that was in the beginning became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father. Hold this thought this morning. Here we go. So in the beginning, the creator, the one who creates new things, spoke 
and there was a new creation. The difference now, and I've got to come down to you to show that, or I'd like to come down to you to show that, is that actually the word now not just created from heaven, but he became flesh. And he came and dwelt amongst us. The creativity of the word to make all things new now dwells amongst us and is within us. When he said, let there be light, it wasn't a character thing. It was a It might have taken time to grow out of the soil. But when he said, let there be light, the seed was then ready in the ground. The creativity of the word that brings you to be a child of God. The same creativity that made a new creation or the first creation now makes the new creation. And that word is within you. The power of that creative word cannot ever lose its power. So the same power that created can heal. The same power that created can restore, can deliver, can break you through, can save your child, can change your life, can take you through the valley of death, that same word now abides within you. And it makes all things new. I hope it blessed you this morning. I hope it blessed you this morning. You are not rejected. You are accepted in the beloved because he could only accept something that is just like him <laughs> he made you in his image and after his likeness you say I battled to get to that point then step aside and let him be the creator within you amen father we thank you this morning for what you are doing we write the vision down. We make it plain so that those that can see it can run with it, even ourselves. The vision we need to write down is that you ain't finished with us yet, but you are still busy right until the very end, making and creating something of a masterpiece within each of our lives. And this morning, may we flourish and grow in really, really good atmosphere for growth next to the streams of living water that create a garden that is a new beginning. Thank you for encouraging your people this morning. Thank you for lifting them up. Thank you for being the author and finisher of our faith. We praise you. Amen. Amen.
Come on, let's give God a praise offering this morning. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information about Kingdom Light Church and upcoming local and international events, please follow our Facebook page, Instagram account, or visit our website at www.kingdomlightchurch.co.za.